Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Hearty Dose Friends. Special for two reasons, but we'll get to those in a bit. Firstly, my name's Grant Howitt, as ever, and I'm joined, as ever, also, by my best friend, Christopher Edward Taylor. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm well. Yes, I'm also well. Well warm. Yes, that's that's the first special reason. It's the hottest day of the year, 35 degrees outside. Turned off our fans, I'm leaving the door open, so maybe I won't die. That's my... Um, <laughs> Here's the hoping. Here's hope. Although, like, what a what a podcast. You would you would have to come round and push stop. Yeah. And then get the file out. I mean, maybe maybe you're a part of the handle. Anyway, the second reason is we're doing a format change. It's happening. It's happening. Listen, we are. We've come to realise that maybe we've answered all the questions. We are too wise. We're too smart. We've We're overloaded in... the smart meter. Yeah, like the smart meter's ticked all the way around and come back to three. And uh, we, like, I don't think the podcast was bad. But I'd like to say I don't think it was bad yet. <laughs> there was a risk, right? Like, that, like, we were beginning to answer similar questions and just hoping yeah. that nobody knew. Yeah, and like Chris has quite a good memory for these things, so he'd remember. But I, I forget things the instant after I've said them. So often, like I, I, I'd be fine answering the same questions possibly on the same episode. But um, like Chris has slightly higher standards, and I believe you too, listener, have higher standards as well. I like to think so. We want to. We had a big chat about about our core competencies, what we can, (laughs) what we can, what we can. Sorry. Our competencies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> core competencies. Core competencies implies that there's like periphery competencies. Yeah, like what are we at least average at? Yeah, and what we are above average at is role playing games. Obviously, that's why we set it up. Obviously. So, what we decided to do is take out the bit of the podcast which we think is best, which is sorry, take out the bit of the podcast which we think is best, meaning. Let me start that bit again. We're extracting the good bit of the podcast and focusing upon it. Yes. So we're just doing the game design. We're doing the second half of the podcast for the whole podcast. Jettisoning the first bit like the boosters of a rocket. Yeah, it's my favourite bit. And honestly, if your answer hasn't, if your question hasn't been answered uh, during the first 161 episodes of RT Dice Friends, I'd wager you're not playing a role-playing game. (laughs) <laughs> just talk to them yeah just talk to hey so listen we're going to we, we talked about it in the past we're going to talk about it now you can answer every single question with just talk to your players like grown ups and if they're not capable of responding like grown ups get different players yeah so it's just talk to them like people mm-hmm. dice aren't that important mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a game yeah it's just a game man or like oh, I don't know make it up as you go along there you go those are the three rules for, pod- for podcasts for role playing games Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, is, that has served us well as GMs. So we are now pivoting to a to a to a new format in that we're doubling the second half of the show. So you're getting twice as much game design every episode. We are going to 
we're not going to be as slavishly devoted to to tabletop games as you were before, which is I to have, say, not very. I have officially released the shackles on Grant. Thank you. He's he taken can, off. He, he now has access to other media. Mm. We it, it's going to be a game that we design. So we're talking LARPs, board games, computer games, VR simulations, um, strange, pervasive AR games, the whole gamut. We're going to be recording. We're, we're going to be. We're going to be creating. And by creating, the I mean. Gamut. Yes. Well, I suppose hearty game friends. Hearty oh, game I friends. I just wanted to say gamut again. Yeah, man. You can say gamut as much as you like. Sounds delicious. Hmm. I think we might have to change the name from Dice Friends, or we can just keep that, and people people can know. Yeah, people should just know. Or maybe like I'll just eat a dice. Every every podcast, and that'll sort of keep it. Oh, I will get gradually less hearty, <laughs> but bigger. That's true. So, without further ado, Christopher uh, and listener, we hope you enjoy it. Without any further ado, have you got a suggestion for a game that we might make? I I have a suggestion for a theme for a game. Oh, okay, okay. Because way back in our shared history, mm-hmm. we once attempted when we were very young a podcast. Oh. Now, this podcast was recorded on an iPhone. Balanced on my tummy. Yeah, balanced on Grant's tummy. So you can imagine the sound quality. I might I mm. might make the the files available if it's I still can on, find it's still them on, and if they are not questionable. The one the one episode that I ever released is still on Look Robot, it's still on my old site. Excellent. You can you can download it. Um we, we, we never put out the, the we released one for, we did one for Jaws Unleashed and one for Mission Impossible Operation Surma. And we also uh, attempted America's top ten most wanted on the that, PlayStation Two. That was the one that we released. That was the. Um, yeah. It was terrible. But Could... I'd like to look back at those days. Mm-hmm. And Grant, I would like a game mm-hmm. that features sharks prominently. Mm. Now we've had, of course, the the seminal work that was Jaws on the PS Two. Yeah. And more recently, we've had Man Eater. Which is kind of a remake, but good. Good, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Sorry, it appears better. to be a video better. game where you clean up a dirty map, but you're a shark now. All right. I mean, that's half of video games now. That is, yeah, they're everywhere, these clean yeah. up map games. Yeah. But I would like something that is shark based. Okay. I like the idea of modifying a shark. I feel there's something innately human about about modification. That's kind of what we're good at as a species. And the shark is the ultimate killer. An apex the shark, predator. The apex predator, which has survived for fucking, like, hundreds of thousands, millions of years. The shark has just been shark. Yeah. And sure, they used to be bigger, but they've just sort of shrunk down the shark, making it more efficient, like mobile phones were back in the day. <laughs> Back when they used to be tiny. Do you remember tiny mobile phones? Do you remember all those fun jokes that have comics about uh, about someone just sort of holding, like, 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 like getting their phone out their handbag with tweezers and answering it? Mm. And now they're the size of skateboards. I love that. I I well, love that the, the only the only thing they had to do with phones then was just make them small. Yeah, because no one really liked using them or carrying yeah, there them was around. it wasn't like. Oh, I could play a game on this. You could. It was Snake, and it was trash. You used it to text your friends because you were 17. Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. Whereas now, 
I I'm gonna I'm Sam. Anyway, listen. I spend a lot of time on my phone. That's a different that's a different chat. What I'm saying is, Jaws. You you had XP. You learned things in this man eater. I believe you can genetically modify like the shark that you can sort of like you can get mutations and shit. You can get electric teeth. Yeah, robot sharks. See, are we talking like like Boston Dynamics? sort of level all robot or cyborg sharks i'm thinking cyborg to sell the game okay so there there, there is shark meat Bruhaha. yeah um and they they need meat to survive mm-hmm. like they're they're meat powered robots which is which is horizon zero dawn teaches us a terrible plan <laughs> but the, these things are meat powered robots they need meat to survive and we are a shadowy cabal building the ultimate death shark Oh, so we, we're we on the, I'm going to say the baddies side, but perhaps not evil. But we're on, we're creating evil sharks. Okay. There is, uh, we are, uh, we, we are the, we are the bioengineering arm of a, of, 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 of a government agency. Okay. Um, the government is, is horrible fascist bastards we... who are operating mainly on oil rigs and the sea. But we've we've managed to defect and take all of our shark manipulating technology with us. Once you were the bioengineering arm of the FBI. <laughs> now these renegade shark manufacturers are on their own. A 3D printing electric sharks illegally on an oil rig. And it's it's like it, I'm imagining like that beautiful scene in um, the A Team. Mm. Where they drive the van into a cave, right. disassemble it entirely, and hide all the parts, and then walk out without a car. I've not and then seen later that in the episodes. episode they go yeah. back and rebuild the car. That, but with why did, sharks. Why did they need to hide the car? I can't remember. Okay. All I remember is them disassembling it. But what I'm thinking is they drive in with a mm. van, right, and come out with a shark. Yeah, I'd also like to channel Assassin's Creed Two. The bit where, like, the bit where, like, you, uh, you and um, what's the name from the good place? And uh, you, you and Veronica Mars run away from yeah. Abstergo, um, and then you've got that lady with the with with the funny voice and Danny Wallace, and they're like, "Hey, I stole this animus. I want the shark printer to be to have like the sort of animus grade legendary quality attached to it." Okay, yeah. So, like, it's like a flatbed with a laser that prints shark. Mm-hmm. Now, do we have to harvest shark meat to run it? Yes. <laughs> Are we mainly found near docks? Yes. Well, so that's where sharks operate. So, like, we do need to be in the sea, yeah, somewhere. And I really like the idea of like we can we can maybe have like a, a Metal Gear Solid Five style building an oil rig game. Like a mini I was game just thinking can... oil rigs. Like you know those platforms from the, from the film The Abyss. Uh, no. But I can okay. imagine a platform. It's it's a pla- it's a it's a platform at sea, but it's got it's mm. got a moon pool. Oh, useful! So an underwater pool. Mm, yes. So you can get in in and out, and like your shotgun, your shotguns. I don't know why I was thinking of shotguns. Your your sharks. Well, hang on. <laughs> your sharks. Porque no los dos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, underwater shotguns is something we might need to talk about. Well, yeah, when the shark opens its mouth and bang, yeah, go. But I kind of like the idea that the shark, like some of the sharks, are intelligent, or they're, or they're like transhuman, right? So you've uploaded human consciousness to shark to to, to a shark sleeve. 
Oh, I love it. Okay, so, so. But, 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 but. So that they can do their paperwork, <laughs> they've got like those loaders that like Ripley has with the claws. Oh, but they're human size. Okay. And, and they come out of the moon pool and wobble into one of these things. And then they've got like an exosuit that looks like a person. Right. With mate. a shark in the middle. Um, so you can do land stuff. You've just sold me. You just sold me on a better idea. And <laughs> we cut out the human element of the game entirely. Oh, it's just sharks. It's just sharks. Like, you we... were the shark arm of the FBI. Precisely. You, we were humans. The FBI stormed our base, mm-hmm. killed us because we were getting too powerful. We managed to upload our consciousnesses to the cloud. And then one of those, I think they're called lemon sharks. They look like little baby great whites and they're adorable. Okay. You know the ones? I don't, know. They're just, they're just the cutest fucking shark you can imagine. One of those managed to escape, swims out a pipe, down the toilet, whatever, gets off. From then, like, that's that's the kind of central protagonist character. No, that's, that's the psychic character who brings the protagonist back to life in the body of a shark. Hammerhead. Hammerhead. He like, is got... constantly experiencing vertigo from his eyes being so far apart. Puking. He's just not... <laughs> what if sharks even can throw up? I seems think so. It seems inefficient. But it makes them more human. That's true. These sharks can and will throw up. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're in the body of a shark. You're in the cybernetic shark body. Uh, you can like you can either get like you can get a, a mech suit to walk around in, or you can get you can get sort of fish legs on a shark like that horrible Junji Ito. What is it, cat? Is that coming through in the microphone? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my cat is just yelling. Can mate, I'm busy. Get him on mic. Girl. Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mary just took him away. That's fine. He's. He's, it's been it's been four hours since his last meal and he's starting to get fighty. <laughs> That's what I get for recording with the door open. Right, okay. Please ignore the cat if it have, if it happens any further, listener. Talk to me about the like the the perspective. Is this a top down RTS? Is this is this like a third person? Is this a first person shark game? <laughs> if it is a first person shark game, then it has mm. to be VR for that hammerhead. No. So that each eye can see an entirely different perspective. <laughs> and like and like there's the like, like I really like the idea that the hammerhead class is hugely overpowered. Yes. But, but we but we hamstring it by being impossible well, I mean, to play. Technically all sharks have eyes on either side of the head, right? Yeah, they're, very they're not, much. They're not like hammerhead. us, they're not full forwards. No. But I imagine the hammerhead is ve- like that's that's more you know. It's an issue, right? Yeah. So what I'm thinking is I'm thinking um, third person over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So f- like a slightly annoyingly close camera. Mm. So your do shark I, takes I, up too much of the screen. Do I get to see the whole shark? All the time. Cool. <laughs> you can't not see the whole shark. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so so when you're above ground, you, you're in like a, like a power loader, right? Like it's clunky. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not like some high tech cyberpunk shit. You'd also it's need to have industrial. you need to have water continually pumped through your suit because I know that it isn't true. If sharks stop moving, they die. But I wish for that to be true for the purposes of this game. 
I mean, maybe it is true, and like it's it's not anything to do with the water. It's just that they they just have this insatiable wanderlust. Ah, I see, and it's it's like it's like die in a sort of live life love way. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I will simply die if I don't get some cold yeah, yeah. fresh. Oh, I'm so bored. Yeah, mm. I understand. Okay, you're walking around. You've got this bot. That's that's where you're doing the sort of the XCOM Metal Gear Solid Five base upgrades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, so, and there will be alert levels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As as the FBI send out increasingly large boats to try and bring you down. Yeah, and you see, that's the thing. Like, you're still trying to be the good guys, but mm. you're technically criminals. So what you're mm. doing is you're trying to deal with insurgents. Mm. Mm. Now, why insurgents? Couldn't tell you, but it's better than the word terrorist. So... I love the idea of using Shark to overthrow a primarily land-based organization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the the first part of the game is all but like like it's based in the sea, and you have the natural advantage there. Like 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 you'd be doing things like okay, so we need to steal from like we need to try and get into drug running to finance this this operation because we no longer get any government support. So we've got to go and steal a load of drugs which are being shipped over in these boats from South America, and then really like and, and and then start selling those now of course you've got the cartels you've got those really you. awkward meetings in a car park where you get out and exchange a briefcase with someone <laughs> one of you's a shark in and a limo of, and, the, and like there's somebody there's because you can't go alone obviously like there's one guy sat behind the wheel he's also a shark mm-hmm. um it's fucking great he's got his little fins trying to steer and yeah, like it starts off fairly small scale, like minor hashish deals, mm-hmm. um, but then you're, you're, you're shipping over like tons of heroin, and that's when they start sending submarines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now submarines, okay, fine, tricky. Helicopters are a big issue. You have you, you have to like perfect your jumping out of the water skills for those. Oh yeah, you got you got you got to get the double jump for that as well. But the real challenge is when you try and you. You try and uh, eliminate the corrupt head of the FBI, mm. who lives, I believe, in Quantico. Gersten Steinway. Gersten Steinway, who is who is incredibly rotund, a big evil man in a waistcoat, who smokes oh, yes. cigars, visible holster at all times. Yeah, 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 and also an invisible holster. But that's <laughs> that's only revealed in the final scene. That's where he shoots. They're, they're the first for shooting ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> it's DLC, man. We can't, yeah. we can't, we can't muddy the waters. No, we got, you got a hint of it, right? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, obviously, like, like there'd be a lot of people saying, like, oh, this this shark's as scary as a ghost. They'd be like, that's a weird way of putting it. <laughs> Is that a g- 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 ghost? No, yeah. it's a shark. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank God. My I, one I, weakness is, is is ghosts and or shark ghosts. Things haven't been the same since the ghost plagues of seventy three. The what? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. We all know what that is. I want to ask you a question about mm-hmm. this. I'd, I'd like you to. Cool. So, obviously, shark games are. We haven't had a lot of them. I think there was also something called like deep, where it was like sharks versus depth. divers. Depth. Depth. It was called sharks versus divers. Um, One of and... those asymmetric multiplayer games that are all the rage since Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Now. What I'm after from you is what's what's marking this out. What about our gameplay is different from like your your average Commodore Garden Shark Simulator? So Colonel. you're you're asking me 
What? I'm going to close, my, about I'm gonna close my door. Hang on, I'm going to close my door for the cat. Right, please reiterate. So I'm you're asking you. You're actually asking me what's different about a game where you play transhuman sharks on the run from the FBI dealing with insurgents. Oh, so I'm dealing with insurgents. I thought I was an insurgent. No. No, Why no, am we're, I still we're fighting going the whole airwolf thing here. I, I thought I was fighting the FBI. Oh, you are? But I'm still fighting insurgents. Yes, you're trying to do good in the world whilst fending off the FBI. Jesus, okay, all right. So there's two nemeses here. Okay. What I'm after is like in like like minute to minute gameplay. How does it differ? What are we like? What what's our selling point? And people are like, oh, this is just Jaws okay. again. So it it has the the look and feel of an underwater Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm. However, it uses entirely the controls from International Track and Field. Okay. I'm listening. Go on. So, to do anything, you have to be constantly hammering A. <laughs> That's the thing about these shark cyborgs. They don't work very well. <laughs> they are hand-cranked. <laughs> they don't have hands! You've got to really, really work the mechanism to get these bad boys up to speed. <laughs> oh, my days. That's... Okay. Okay. We've got... Is that, is that, too, is that too challenging? <laughs> I think that we could definitely have... Um... I'd be interested in representing, like, because we could make it kind of an auteur piece, you know? We represent the difficulty of, um, a bit like how Silent Hill 1 and 2 had very difficult combat, because, like, you weren't combatants. And the controls were bad. The controls were bad, and the controls were almost deliberately bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, kind of like, they could have fixed it, especially that Silent Hill Two, that's PS Two game. So they 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 could have had the capacity to re- like to to have much smoother combat systems. But it's like, no, James is bad at fights. So and he turning, I think it was James. So the we talk about how difficult it is to adapt your body to your new your brain to your new shark form by having frequent moments where you must tap a lot of buttons. Oh. It's, 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 these, it's these sort of jarring shifts. Perhaps it could be fun, like the malaria in Far Cry Two. <laughs> Not tap a lot of buttons. Oh, I've gone the wrong. I've gone the wrong way with international track and field, and I apologise. Okay. All right, what is it? Heavy rain. Specifically, the sections where you've got to climb something. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, because what you're gonna do is like, right, okay, so you press press R one to activate your left arm. Got it. Then push it up. Mm-hmm. Then press R two to grip. Mm-hmm. Then now while you're gripping there, you got to push up the other arm, activating. Then you, by the end of it, like you're holding your your controller, like your hands have been in a car accident. Yes. And I want that. I want that kind of like. Okay, so you're pressing X and circle, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Now also press three other buttons. I or like if it's on PC, I want like. Control shift alt and backspace yeah, while moving. Yeah. Like really hard configurations. I think that I think we can take the idea, like there's something which already does that and which which is which is renowned as a, as a good game, which is Street Fighter. Okay. Street Fighter Street Fighter has torturous button combinations or like, you know, uh, dark Dark Siders? Dead Siders? Night Siders? Death Stalkers? 
Death Star. The one with the the one with the titty vampire. Battle you know? Arena Toshinden. No, but maybe I've not played Toshinden. Uh, Soul virtual... Caliber Four. <laughs> Sorry, let's just say so. No, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, a soul still burns on the stage of history. I'm a dead pirate. <laughs> My name's Cervantes, and I've been unwell. <laughs> Get shot. Uh, it, it seems unfair that Cervantes can bring phrase. a gun. Doesn't it yeah, seem unfair to like you? A, like a flintlock that he could fire a lot. Well, a bit like that um, that Street Fighter character who had grenades. Mm. And like I feel, I feel you're really disrespecting the um, the 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 spirit of the ultimate. No, it's, was it Sh- 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 Shadow Lou? Shadow Lou with the evil one. The ultimate fighting tournament. The ultimate fighting champion is Tekken. Yeah, which does not have torturous button combinations. You just push like you push forward, forward button, and it does the I'm, thing. I'm absolutely sorry. No, no. Tekken has some of the worst button combinations. Oh yeah, if you play King, yeah, sure. If you play anyone, like they've got, it's got some torturous buttons. It's not as and bad. And also, as you should play King, otherwise you're playing Tekken wrong. You should play King and do that thing where you spin around and then do a full 360 somersault and land bum first on their neck and kill them. Yes, that's what it's for. Precisely. Well, what's it? The, the wing splitter? He he puts you upside down with your shoulder on his shoulder and then grabs your legs and then jumps off the screen and then lands back on the screen. I believe that's the moonsault press. No, the moonsault press is when you do a backflip onto them and just it's just a basic wrestling move. That's just square and circle. Okay, the, the, the wing splitter is when, is when he takes off and briefly leaves the universe. Yes, and then he just lands on his knees. Mm-hmm. Which is painful and kind well, of like compresses your spine and breaks your legs. I think mm. it's it's never super clear who's getting hurt in any particular wrestling. Anyway, group. so we're doing a beat 'em up of sharks on the run from the FBI. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, too many computer games now have smooth control styles. I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima recently, mm-hmm. and most of that game has really smooth, like the combat in that game is delicious. Like the way the parries are communicated. It's like if, um, oh, what's the Dark Souls one that's basically the same game? It sounds mean, like Shakira. Sekiro! Sekiro? Like, I mean, there's Hellpoint yeah. now as well. It's getting, it's like, getting, the waters are getting muddy. Imagine if Sekiro was uh, was fun to play. Right. And that, and like, not, 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 not like, I'm not saying Sekiro is bad. I'm saying it's hard and I suck, and that's fine. It's okay. But the point is, there, there, there comes a stage when you get everything upgraded to draw my, like, to throw a, to throw a grenade. I have to press R two, left circle, and then throw the grenade. So it's and that, to, but to swim forwards. No, swimming forwards is that, that. That's fine. What I'm saying is, if I want to unlock the super dash move. Mm-hmm. And like and like, let's let's say for example, I see my target way off in the distance, and it's 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 a diver who's got a bag of uh, cheap whiz. <laughs> just I, a I backpack. Wanna, just a backpack full of cheap whiz. Yeah, this is this is an early stage, right? Mm. And I want to unlock my swim faster now power. I have to press like I have to I, I have to enter my my uh, my cyber stance. So I hold down all four con- all four shoulder buttons and like there's there's the transformers noise which I can't do. I think you can? No. Okay. There's a blag 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 is terrible. I don't know yeah. what it sounds like. Even. I, pu- I push all four controller buttons. All, all all four shoulder buttons and become a perfect cube. <laughs> okay. 
Unfrom un unlike it's it's a it's 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 kind of it's it's a, a floating no it sinks a sinking gray cube which goes down and there's the occasional glint of circuitry on that to suggest power. From there, I start reprogramming myself, and so I need to enter fast mode. So I so like, like I have to tap X a load of times and and follow the on-screen prompts and I like do quarter circle towards etc. Yeah, I'm thinking like like, like the ocarina. In Ocarina of Time, like this yes. specific code. Yes, precisely. What I'm saying is starts as... Yes. I'm Fast Shark now. Perfect. Fast Shark. What I'm saying is these modes are too easy to unlock. I don't mm. feel I've earned them. And I want I want higher... It also unlocks multiplayer. Because you've yes. got, like... like the idea of stances. So okay, so you're you're playing a shark. You become this this rapidly sinking grey brick, of of electrodes and silicon. You input what and like you input what, what whatever the best stance is for that situation. So maybe you want dodge stance. Maybe you want fast stance. Maybe you want combat stance or armor stance. Maybe you want administration stance. To do all to do all the paperwork back on the base. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. And so the like high level play is it's kind of like Ikaruga, in that you're moving I mean, now between you've got these me stances, excited. right? You're moving between these stances, exchanging this to be like, okay, what's what's the optimal the optimal stance you've got? And like high level play, like I really like the idea of PvP, where you enter this weird sort of shifting. Um, it's like it's almost like a wizard duel. It, it seems you... like the world's most complicated rock paper scissors, right? Like you're constantly Broadly, shifting yeah. forms, trying to get it. But I've had an idea about co-op. Right? Yeah. Ooh, I like co-op. Okay. So we played a game together a while ago, and I cannot remember what it's called now. But one of you was doing a sneak around a base, and the other person was a hacker. Yes. What was that game called? It was actually quite good, but so janky it was unplayable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, sorry, it, it was a good idea, badly executed. I'm going yeah. to look it up for the listener. You okay. Talking. And you could get like a top-down view of, of the blueprints, but you could also hack into security cameras and open doors and close doors and mess about with things that way. But what I'm thinking is that the shark player presses all of their shoulder buttons to go into the cube form. Okay. And then the other player has to real-time code their new form. Real-time code? Yeah. So, like, in video games that use coding, they always shorten it. Like, right. it's not one-to-one -one coding. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just change form and then type in the form and then type in some other stuff and you're there, basically. Right, 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 yeah. So you've got somebody else changing the form and giving them all of the info that the readouts give them because if because if like their sonar as well as their infrared and everything went straight into the shark brain it would overload mm. it right so I see. it's all the all, all the like receivers uh, um uh, on the shark but that's been back to base where their handler is that's interesting and then you do all the coding you shift their form you go uh, you've got somebody invisible on your left more left left other left does this remove a lot of agency from the shark player? No, no, the shark player. I mean, like, is is still doing a lot. So like, is they're doing the moment to moment first person shooter type mm -hmm. action, right? First person biter. I guess actually no. Like, I think we're moving away from shark. Like shark would be what we sell it on, but you can try. You can transform into sort of like an undersea manticore. Yes. Yes. Scorpion tail. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dragons. Um, like turtles, that could be your armor form, you know. Manatee tank. 
Yeah, a fox with a gun. <laughs> Who is drowning. Yeah, absolutely. The fox dies. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a snorkel, but it doesn't do enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or just stealth form. Just a, just a man in a pair of budgie smugglers. Horrible. He's just, he's just going for a swim. Okay. I like the I like the idea of having kind of control back at base. Because mm-hmm. control is always fun as a as a role. Um, and I know that you hate single player games. <laughs> I don't see the point in them. Mate, like like why even would you do? It? You've got so many friends that you don't you don't even like. I have, like... I have if anything, too many friends mm-hmm. and too much internet connection. Why would I play a single player game? Precisely. So. You, we have that that opens up this fascinating world of like so like initially I was thinking of this as a as a as like a like a single player experience where you go through and like it's kind of like Assassin's Creed you go through but you get you get wacky upgrades to your shark and eventually you're like cool my shark's online I have to do this and then we sort of moved it into a PvP experience now we're moving into something more like Dota okay. Where I find it, I find it, I find this sort of fascinating idea where the partnership between the shark player and the and the coder player, and I, th- I think like maybe we might have to have it as a bit more, you know, we might have to abstract the coding a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I'm talking like yeah. there's there's shortcuts that you can do. Like for instance, there's a there's a real time hacking game called Nineteen Four. Right. And if you want to scan an IP address, you type in S tab and then it types in all of the code for you right okay and then you type in the ip cool but well that what that means is that all you do is learn what the commands are and when mm-hmm. to use them and what their shortenings are and then it looks like as you're doing it that you're typing it all out properly mm-hmm. so it's replicating that 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 swordfish level of speed coding without That's you like- actually having to be able to type that fast or know everything you have um three-way games so the standard like the standard match is three players at once so six in total uh yes sorry yeah three 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 sharks three sharks three coders three teams Mm -hmm. and they are operating in a dangerous arena so in the arena so so so, okay like the single player game will farm out to another fucking studio i don't care whatever oh yeah yeah absolutely like like i think i think we've got to put a single player game in there but basically like once you get past the first five levels it's just really cheaply phoned in arena matches yeah just give it to whoever did the single player um bits of all the call of duty games perfect yeah yeah fine yeah that yeah that that person Mm. um that one guy. That one guy. Oh, God. What, that one overworked Australian man. And we have we have the multiplayer, which is kind of the main draw, which is it's kind of like 4D chess. Because you're in, you're, you're in this dangerous environment where uh, it's set after the events of the main game where you've taken over the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have gone evil and uh, and you started like the like the technology for um, what I'm going to call hypersharks. Okay. Has started to proliferate, and so now you get you, you get these underground hypershark fighting rings, where where like where people where, where people compete for money, and they're the, they're these crazy dangerous things. You've got all these like like maybe like genetically engineered squid, cyborg squid knocking around. You've got like uh, fumaroles, I believe is the oh, word. Oh, oh, what? Uh, like uh, under underwater geezers. Ah, okay. See, I was thinking that that, that that because because of the events in the single player. Mm-hmm. 
you're playing in in the the tattered ruins of where Hawaii used to be. Brilliant, love it. So it's all volcanic. Yeah. And there's like tower blocks underwater. That is a really good look. I like that. And obviously it means that when you go up to the top to the surface, there's some ruins knocking about, but also it's like it's beautiful up there. It's just lovely. I read and there's dolphins <laughs> splashing around. Or med packs as they're known. Yes. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Mm-hmm. But there's three of you, and you are you're in this dangerous environment, and you have to try and kill each other. And, and like you start on opposite sides of the map, but there are like like you start off with just basic shark form, and so you have to go through and earn XP by killing mobs or like taking taking mid or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't um, understand. I am. Sorry. All random. All mid. Yes, sure. I'm sure what you said is 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 apropos, and that that all happens. You level up your shark until you're like, right. I think I think I'm I think I'm good enough now to take on the enemy shark, and so like you've got you've got you've got kind of a back and forth because you're like, am I going to go into the shark's territory? Like, am I going to risk rushing this guy and he knows I'm coming, so he can go defense? Much easier to defend than attack, say all these things. And so you have you have this this six player three team game of four D chess. Mm-hmm. Played out via transforming sharks in a nightmarish uh, post-apocalyptic Hawaii. So the interesting thing about the way that you've pivoted this mm-hmm. is that honestly, the the, the transmedia possibilities here are huge. Mm. Go on. Um, so there's a board game called Captain Sonar. Yes, weirdly um, named. Yeah, where y- you sit with like I think it's four or five people on either side of a table with a big gold dm screen in the middle so you can't mm-hmm, see what mm-hmm. people are writing and it's a it's a it's a chase game where you're trying to track down an enemy sub and leave mines and work out where they are oh, like battleship like ba- kind of like it but with only one ship each and you're moving right yeah and yeah. laying mines cool and stuff so like your radio operator is literally just listening to the people across the table and trying to work out where they are right cool i like that so you can actually do that. I mean, it'd be complicated as hell for three play- for, for, for three groups because mm. it'd just be a noise wall. But you, for two, yeah, you could you could do that, and like you could make a specific noise when you're upgrading, and they'd be listening. And oh, it's really and so oh, okay. So initial, so like you, you've got your shark upgrades, but you've also got like okay. So the shark is where everything comes through. Your shark is your single point in this in this arena. Mm-hmm. So that you'd upgrade the sonar on your shark, and initially you'd hear things that were nearby. And then you can do things that right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My sonar's been crazy beefed up, so I can spy on the enemy team. But also, I can do things like I can filter out un, like unwanted noises. Yeah. And 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 like, cool. So I'm gonna tune it just to this team. And eventually, like, and for like for like high level games, you'd be like, cool. I'm gonna hack their voice comms. Yes. I really like the idea of hacking the enemy team's voice comms. That would be lovely. As oh, a mechanic, you can, like, you can order upgrades to your sonar, but they they drop them into the arena. So they ah, drop them on the surface. Okay. So like it drops in your color, let's just say, or your your team markings, mm-hmm. and that means that the other team know that you want to get there. Mm. Are you already there and you've just been waiting and dropped it on top and you're just going to be gone? Is it or a trap? You, is it a trap? Uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 like and, and and like and like summoning a cheap supply drop just to see what they do to try and draw them out and like. T- to draw them closer to you so you or, can scan them and get more info. Or buying five supply drops, one with the thing you want in it. Fucking decoy supply drops. Right? And that would work in both the video game and the tabletop game. Like I think... 
they're, yeah. they're, they're translatable perfectly. I, I really like the idea of maybe like two year, like a year and a half after the tabletop after the video game starting to die down a little bit, we re, we release the tabletop version to reinvigorate the brand. Yep, and then we alternate expansion DLC, expansion DLC, expansion Absolutely, DLC. Yeah. Y- years of tail on this bad boy. Visual novel. You've got to have you... the visual novel of Sharks in Love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and like I really like. I'd like to try and get across like the, the the paralyzingly strange idea of fish love. Mm. Well, don't, don't forget it is also human love. Oh, that's true. Because right, they're well, transhuman, it, so it's a human it's just, mind yeah. and a fish body. There are no real sharks here. I forgot no. about that. Well, they There's used no... to be sharks, but their mind has been crushed at the back of their prefrontal cortex. And they've been and they've been weirdly upgraded with nano machines. Yeah, so they are insane in there. So you've got, oh man, oh actually, wait, 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 wait. You know episode two of Evangelion, where the giant robot goes mad and Shindy doesn't remember what happens? Yeah. That's what happens if you fuck up the programming. Right. The shark enters berserk mode, and like sometimes, actually that's good. But you but lose you lose control over the shark. You lose just all happens, the information yeah. coming in. It goes fucking crazy. And like a short-range taser-type weapon that forces that overload. Mmm. Like, you don't know if they're going to go berserk and just mutilate you, or if they're going to go into a torpor and just float upside down on the top of the tank, like an goldfish. But you can I, force that to happen. I love how complex this is getting. Oh, and then cross-hacking! Go on. What if you can, like, bury a dart in the other in one of the other sharks that has a microchip in it that lets your hacker into their data, so when they yes. shift into the cube if you're faster than the other person you can type in their new form i'm I'm so excited about this game and i'm fucking livid that i don't know how to code really quickly i would really like to emulate that scene that happens in every film and hacking game where someone says like someone else is in the system and then they have to hack faster yeah that's not how that works not at all but it it, it is here yep absolutely it is how many of the firewalls are down all of them of them every the firewall it's a fire sale jesus christ yeah what and, is that from and like and like, and like we we work we move into into like into like absurdist hackers mm. who are still need... trying who are still trying to pay attention to the shark based game as well right yeah does this game need to be about sharks because it seems like what we're writing here is like an ultra modern warfare game where we're playing shape-shifting helicopters on the perfectly flat no, I mean, planes of wherever the game is. The shark was a vehicle, right? Like, it started it started well and good when we were talking about sharks with, with robot legs and whatnot. But mm. now you could just have, like, a soldier. Well, yes. A soldier in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a sheath. Yeah, they're in, like, a nano suit. Mm. But they still keeps... look, they still just look like a soldier, right? Like is still... that like a nano bikini? Yes. Where it just covers the nips and nano, the... Um, nano-kini. And the vulva. <laughs> just that um, just nips and valve please but that means that like if it's people mm-hmm. make a 64 player that's right huge huge battlefield battles Whoa. point capture that, that's that's too big that's too big 128 people 64 on the ground 64 at their computers I think I think that that's that's too much I want this to be a jewel of wits and I think having it three-player 
brings an interesting asymmetry to it. It, it makes it more chessy. I'm sorry, I flew too close to the battlefield, son. I just like I know battlefield's fun. I think that this game is maybe too complex at that point. And if you've got if you've got say so it's sixty four plus it's sixty four teams. Well, we'll assume there's two teams. You've got thirty two people to read. Mm-hmm. At that point, and I worry that like it's going to be so yeah, hard. Yeah, no, you're to absolutely right. I think we should keep it at three and keep it more more complex at a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, man. I'm so happy that with is, this. That is that. Is, yeah. So like, I think so. Like, we have sharks as a theme. Yeah. We have like so. So we're talking about underwater predators and then above land predators who are who are who've been optimized for under for underwater stuff and then you've got things like the manticore the dragon the fucking scylla and charybdis yeah let's not forget you know your human element you've got submarines you've got boats submarines i figured like they planes, are mainly gonna planes dropping depth charges very hard to fight you're just gonna they're just obstacles yeah i figured those are those are more going to be environmental threats which are happening and yeah like, but you can and, call and, them and, an like, airstrike the fbi have turned up to try and break up another one of these nano shark fights yeah Oh, all like right, boys, really nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and like, and like, you have to like, and like, you can do things like you can get your shark in there. You can counter hack the submarine and like turn the turn. Basically, let me see if I can turn this. Enemy mobs against their own guys. Oh, look at you. Look at that. I, like, I know what mobs do. Yeah, you do. Or if you're if you're if you're a small enough shark form, you could get into mm-hmm. the ship. That is, and I, I think at that point I would like that to I would like that to play out as a as a comic book style cutscene with quick with quick time prompts. Yeah, as it's all just <laughs> just slapping the guy on the periscope with your tail, jumping in <laughs> jumping in whatever approximates a cockpit on a submarine. I have no idea. I assume it's just one wheel. I think they have a bridge. Over what? Oh, very funny. I think I think they yeah I think they have they have a control room which is which you I've seen I've seen Red October bars. enough times yeah that's true Wolfpack um, Wolfpack yeah fucking yeah man what's what's the name that's the thing you see like do we do we lean into the shark motif for the name what about shark but it's an acronym yes we don't need to say what it's for. Now none of those none of those letters are N, so it takes out nano machines. Super hack. A C K. That says shack, not shark. Yeah, I can't spell either. Okay, I'll get there. Hang on. Super hacking. No. Subsystem. Subversion. Subversion. Hacking. Assault. Reconnaissance. Kill. Yes, that's the order of operations. <laughs> and, Sub, subversion first, and also you've got a sub joke in there for sub sub yeah, sub. There we go, we go. Yeah, okay. So it's it's s dot h dot. Okay, yeah. Mm. S dot h dot c dot k shark. Okay, sure. The the like. I don't know why so, I keep clapping on a podcast. It's not helping. This sounds like a game which I would not play. But I'm very happy for it to exist. It sounds so hugely complex, and I'd I'd, I'd only upset my teammate. I'm gonna get up in that. I guess, like, okay, like, I reckon, like, I could probably play the shark, and you could play the uh, the hacker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Brilliant. Thank you for listening to the new the new um, format of Hearty Nice Friends, which is like we don't we don't know whether whether we're gonna do like ideas which we've bought 
ourselves every week. We might look out to suggestions again. Oh, uh, we absolutely think, will. This this was very much finding our feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or having our feet repurposed into flippers. Mm, Beautiful flippers. carbon fiber black flippers. <laughs> oh, mirror sheen. If you like what you've done here, if you like what you've done here, congrats. Well um, done. Yeah, well done. Proud of whatever you. you were doing while you listened to the podcast. A little, little round of applause for you. If you like what we've done, you can go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends and uh, give us some money. Come and join the Discord. Come and hang out uh, and suggest some some things we want to make into games, like some really high concept shit, yeah? Or, or just, just sharks, which yeah, is actually, what happens yeah. today. Sorry, low concept is what I meant. Mm. Uh, where it's like, sharks? And we go from there. Lots of love. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.